0: Spotlight on, Eric. Spotlight on. Turn it on. All right. All right. It's on, baby. Goddamn. It's on. This is a spotlight podcast of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast for the week of February 14th, 2018. Valentine's Day this week Ooh. on New Comic Book Day. Did you get Jess some new comics for your Valentine's? Is that what you No, got she would have hit me. Yeah, she got you. Got her some flowers, though, you big softy. Ooh, you softy. You you gave her flowers so that you could go off and be on your own to do your cellar dweller. know I, what I don't, you. What are really
1: talking about? Oh, I, I know, know what I'm blower. talking
0: about. Ah uh, yes, welcome to the spotlight. Like I said, this is for the Weird Science DC Comics podcast, which comes out every Sunday night, where we talk about a lot of books. It's it's a big podcast. Uh, we have another guy this week on the site, an anonymous, I believe, who said that he tried to listen to the regular podcast and it was way too long. It's just for his liking. Too big. I, I do want to point out that if you do think that initially, maybe it's one of those he doesn't have a lot of, uh, you know, memory. On his phone or wherever Everything. he goes, but there are show notes. So even if you only like a couple of the, you know, books that we review and you want to just listen to those, you can go right to those from the show notes. Uh, just want to say that really we take a lot of time to go through the books. We have some fun, Eric, occasionally, and we do like to engage with everybody who listens with rant and raves and mail. Uh, that's why it does end up so long. Me and Eric have talked. There's plenty of ways we can. Narrow that podcast down. Uh, we just don't want to because that would mean leaving a lot of people in the dust, including one Eric Shay. That's how Seriously. I think that we would narrow it down. I'd get rid of you. The podcast is now 10 minutes because I don't like talking by myself. But Man, we I also does. Yeah, nobody. We also have a Patreon account that's at www.patreon.com. So if you do think, boy, they have such a long podcast, maybe I should support them for just that. You can go over there and support us. But in the meantime, you'll get 170 plus other shows. That's right now. A we have over 170 extra Bits of content, including what is the big one to me, the Patreon spotlight, like this spotlight that is on our regular feed. We have a Patreon spotlight every week that features two books that are picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew, beep, boop, and the Patreon account. So we end up each week. I put out a poll that has all the books, and they get to pick, and the two top ones end up being a Patreon-only spotlight. This week, they picked Dark Knights Rising, The Wild Hunt number one, and Sideways number one. So they ended up pretty much picking some of the two, if not the biggest books of the week to keep Uh, them all to themselves. They they are. So they wanted to keep them to themselves. I thought that they were going to pick Dead Man to screw you over. Uh, They did not. There was a late run to do that. Uh, yeah, uh, it did I can not go window. back
1: to not reading that book.
0: Yes, you'll go back. But we will be talking about that book and plenty others in the regular show, which you'll hear at the end. I will tell you what we will be talking about. But this is the spotlight. And what we are talking about tonight is a book that we probably never will talk about again on the spotlight. Uh <laughs> It is Supergirl number 18. And it's a book that I have not been very fond of. I have not been fond neither of you for about no. 17 issues. Though when Jody Hauser jumped in a couple issues ago, it did get noticeably better. It hasn't been great. I'm not going to say this issue is great. I have a feeling you're not going to like it as much as me. I was uh, a bit more positive. Well, you gave on us a this. 10 out
1: of 10, didn't you? No, I did not.
0: If that's the case, then you would quit because you say no 10 out of 10s, at least your, you know, your style. Exactly. No, I did not give it a 10 out of 10, but if you want to go tip for tat and things like that, uh, in this series, this might have been close for what we've gotten because as you'll see from my blurb, my main thing going into Supergirl is I have to leave the issue liking Supergirl and also not being infuriated and they check and yeah. check i need the dings for that because really those are the two things i go with ding and ding eric and i did leave this issue uh positively uh it started kind of positively nonsense well, you, but I, we'll i get got in done
1: it. i got done this issue and i didn't hate myself for reading it so that's a plus right Yeah,
0: i'm telling you that is a wait where's the ding because that is a plus that's a big plus for this uh and really, Steve Orlando, I have a, you know, a, an unknown to him, a feud with his writing. Not him himself, but his writing. And again, I was not that upset with it this issue. And I'll just get right into it. It's Supergirl number 18 written by Steve Orlando and Jody Hauser. Art by Carmen Canero, Michael Attea, and Steve Wands. This is a quick reading issue of Supergirl, and while the first half of The Evolutionist is ridiculous in its conclusion, I had fun with this issue, and that's something I've barely been able to say with this book. We do get some big things here, Kara and Ben Kiss. Eric. Ooh, wait. It's Valentine's Day. Belinda is being mistaken for Supergirl. The DEO has Kara's spaceship, and Dr. Veritas is in deep duty. I love Carmen Canaro's art, and I hope we get more issues like this ones that don't infuriate me. And yeah, I'll, I'll go right now. I'm telling you. By I the love time the I art.
1: got done this, I'm actually thinking to myself. I kind of want this book just without Supergirl because whenever Supergirl is involved, it's nonsense.
0: Yeah, and really, that's the thing that I liked as we get into it is that you've had this thing where you really have Steve or- Steve Orlando. One of his biggest problems in this book is the fact that he wants to push things, but instead of showing you, he tells you. He'll he'll constantly tell you, and he does again here that Kara is here to not only inspire Earth, but for Earth to inspire her as well. He even went on Twitter this week, said about the same thing. Uh, I... You know, I like it at first. We get this speech buyer, We've seen it a hundred times. It's been repeated ad nauseum, this whole deal. But the other thing that they're pushing that I kind of started getting worried about was the, Oh, I can't balance my life between Supergirl and Kara, Supergirl and Kara. Again, it was mainly her sitting around with Eliza, bitching and moaning about it. Uh, you know, and then kind of going, we didn't really see it in this. We actually see. That she likes to be Kara sometimes, yeah. and she doesn't have to. It's time to kind to of make a own.
1: stand, and Eliza's right. You know, I don't have to save everybody all the time. Kara yes. Danvers can not have a life of her yes, own. Yes, she
0: can have a life of her own. Now, again, Ben Rubel pushes it a little of like, you're an inspiration. I don't need, I, Supergirl to me is a hero. That was a pickup is- line. Yeah, yeah. Supergirl to me, though, is an inspirational character. She is. You don't have to keep pushing that in her own book. I know that she is. Most people that are reading it know that. Make her action, show that, uh, and just be fine with that. You don't need to put the exclamation point at the end of it every time, but we open up and they're at the National City Tech Solstice semi-formal, formal, or at least what's left of it, they say. And you have the evolutionists there calling out Supergirl. Supergirl is not there, obviously, yet, wink, wink, because Kara's there at the semi-formal in her dress and things like that.
1: You mean it's not Boleyn Z?
0: No. It's not, Eric. It's not Belinda Z. What the hell and, have I
1: been reading this whole time then? And, and,
0: and here's the thing. I, I remembered I wanted to tell everybody, if you don't know, I just wanted to remind everyone, since this is the first Supergirl spotlight that I'm aware of. We may have done the <laughs> first rebirth, uh, but Belinda Z is actually from the comic Supergirl Cosmic Adventures in the 8th grade and was known as Superior Girl and is kind of a copy of Kara who ends up trying to shame and get people to not like Supergirl. So we'll see how that works out because in this, seems like she's friends. Uh, though what ends up happening later may be kind of a reason why she does go against her. With, uh, you took my Ben, ben Rubel
1: away from me. Oh,
0: you Ben Rubel. But yeah, as this goes on. You've
1: been Rubel, evol- girls.
0: Yes, the evolution, Ru- there's enough ruble to go around for everyone, but the evolutionist is there. And why I've been upset about this book, because each issue has been basically, uh, here is the next villain who's going to go and try to grab Supergirl and-, and pretty much bring Supergirl out so the DEO could grab her. And then by the end, Supergirl ends up trying to, you know, almost knocking the person and then they realize, oh my God, I'm not against you and I then done? goes off. Yeah. Kind of the same here. So I'm not going to say that this beginning is super, but as the evolutionist is yelling, it's just saying, you know, hey, Supergirl, where is she? I need to. She's a a scourge on Earth and all this stuff. And Kara has to decide. What the last issue kind of said at the cliffhanger was Kara had to decide if she would do nothing or. Or expose herself as Supergirl. She kind of doesn't do either, which we figured. Figures out as Agent Acampo, who has been stationed at the school, uh, comes in. She decides she's going to go into the photo booth. Take, you know, and use that. I don't understand why she had to actually engage and make it, you know, what is it? Motion activated.
1: I I don't know how these newfangled fucking photo school functions. It's motion activated for all I know.
0: So it made me laugh for the fact that she could just go in there and change. Somehow she wanted to, you know, uh, keep a memory. It's a classic thing from Superman. Thing, So you you have that that. go. She never gets rid of that, though. I'm wondering if she's going to if that will end up being seen like does she put it in her pocket? I'm assuming it's nothing. It's just there as kind of a wink, wink joke. But as this is going on, you do have Agent Acampo really exposing what she thought. Was Supergirl? I'm. She oh, has yeah. been she, in the she school. she has put
1: all her deductive reasoning to work and still come out wrong. It's like Belinda, you can come out of here and stop all this, stop hiding and be yeah. like, you know, you know, stop pretending. I know who you are. Yeah. Yeah, oh, do, and, do you, and, Campo?
0: and it's funny, with that, I thought that this was gonna be something a little more clever where you have Belinda who may be this quote unquote superior girl and maybe not even know that. And this was like a hint of something different. Like we think that Acampo thinks she's supergirl. Indeed, she doesn't. She thinks she's something else, but can still help. It, it pretty much is. She thinks she's Supergirl yeah. because as Kara comes out and then kind of goes against the evolutionist, all of a sudden a looks around and Belinda's gone. It's like the worst thing that she could do is kind of slip off or fall behind something as this is going you know, on. But,
1: the worst thing she could possibly do run for her life. Yeah.
0: Run for her life. Because as this is going on, you have the evolutionist, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. She's there yelling basically, Hey, listen, uh, you are not from this planet. You are going to be a danger to them. Kara's confused. Basically, the evolutionist yells out her powers. I, why? Your super strength is nothing to somebody who controls gravity. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's very goofy. But, I
1: control gravity and allow people to see memories. Yeah.
0: And basically, she then pushes her thumb on Kara's forehead to say, look, you want to know about me? Here is me and pushes her thumb and we see that on her planet, uh, she was a world even more advanced than Krypton. Uh, the society had evolved past squabbles, they say. Uh, basically, until these missionaries arrived, and that's what the theme of all this is, Eric. Missionaries, the,
1: Zigor the missionaries. Yes, the
0: Zigor missionaries ended up bringing. It's the same. You know, we've seen this. It's even stuff that happens when you, you know, say take frogs to Australia. Shit goes wrong for,
1: for all the alien races that aren't Earth that's right the now. Problem. I'm surprised this shit that hasn't come problem. up.
0: Uh, well, this is my main problem with the evolutionists: is she has a problem because the Zegor missionaries arrived on her planet. Wasn't that? They killed like this. This contagion killed off everybody. The pathogens they brought killed off anybody. This is not fully American Indians here. What happens is the people of her planet couldn't decide what to do with as these. The, the, the people. debate
1: over their punishment yes. for bringing this pathogen to their planet reduced my people to war. Yes, even, yeah. even as they were dying, I'm like. So with their last acts of deciding how they're going to be punished, I think yeah. we should hang them. I think we should hit them with a firing squad. I oh, think they're fine. You. Hey, who war knows? Bitches. Yeah.
0: I, I'm telling you. Or maybe we should just do this. So really what she should be against is filibusters because that's Seriously. what it seems, that the whole planet ended up going to war. Just trying to decide what to do with these. So it seems so evolve
1: now, doesn't evolution? It's
0: a, and it's a very odd thing that her saying initially, like, Hey, we evolved past squabbles. And it only took one thing to basically go right back at that. So she is going around that, And that's where I think they lose a little bit of track what this is because she's there pretty much to say that Kara may destroy Earth with her dirty pathogens. Uh, and, it's you know, not that not even the at the
1: beginning it says like, you're here. I will not allow you to influence this race. Because- because yeah. you know you come into this planet, it's going to change the way they are. I'm like, it's almost like she's all about Star Trek. And you can't go up against yeah, the Prime yeah. Directive, and
0: it's weird because for the most part, that's not really Supergirl. And the other thing that wraps around that I can only keep thinking about is, she is one of many many aliens yeah. on this planet. Uh, really, I wish to has me, got a lot of work to well, do. And here's the thing. You have the evolutionist. She's like, okay, I, I'm really against Kryptonian philosophy and if K- Kryptonian philosophy goes to planet Earth, it's going to cause trouble. You know, I'll go after Su- Superman. He's a little too strong for me. I'll go <laughs> after Kara. It's like, why isn't she after Superman? She's there for Kara, but Kara then ends up doing the crisscross applesauce whammy where she grabs the thumb and then Puts it on her forehead to show her a scene that we had earlier with when Cyborg Superman, her father, uh, ended up saying, you know, oh, this earth, you're not here to inspire him. And she basically said, no, 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 I'm not. I
1: I, I just love this line of thinking, though. It's like, all right, she put her thumb into my forehead and I saw her Uh, thoughts. So I'm going to grab her hand and I'm going to put – Her thumb and my thumb on her forehead at the same time so I can show her my memories. I'm like, where do you come across this line of thinking?
0: It makes no sense. But as this goes on, she sees the scene and then basically that ends it. She's like, oh, wait a minute. You're not trying to change them?
1: And and it's this little scene too. It's like the the one you're really pushing. It's like you have Cyborg Superman. Do you really think they're here to help these people, to inspire them? Like, you know, Kara, no, father. We are here to inspire each other. You – you're not changing them. You're
0: letting them change you. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, this did. I didn't account for this. Smell you later. Goes off. Now, again, this kind of goes against why we've had these people show up. They've been mind controlled pretty yeah. much. By Macari. All of a sudden, this isn't, you know, getting hit. getting the. This is just her like, oh, I see what's going on. Again, maybe that's a false matter. There's so many things wrong. But the thing about this is, I don't mind it as much because it's the least interesting thing. Almost like as they're writing this, uh, Jodie Hauser and Steve Orlando are like, okay, you know what? This evolution is, it's not hitting. You know, we've given it 11 pages here. Not really that into it. Let's just have her skedaddle and and let's deal with the good stuff because from here on out, I do like it. But even this, it's goofy fun, but it just ends with her like, huh, this is something I didn't account for. I got to go think about it and goes off and really goes against a lot of what's going on. But then you have a campo come over, pretty much hold Kara at gunpoint and See, say, now, you know, I'm that, taking is that you the down. Case? So
1: I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember the last issue where wasn't it like Makari's talking to uh, Director Bones? Like, oh, well, we do have somebody who will not them. need all this, you know, who yeah. can, has their own that motivation is true. to go again. But yeah,
0: has, you're, you're right. Because even then, Makari said... I'm not brainwashing them. I'm suggesting to them, I'm but you're right. This was the one who was supposed to be so against Kara that you didn't need anything. Well, that failed and she just yeah. went off. Uh, in the meantime, like I said, a campos there and saying like, okay, you're going to go down your dirty super. I, I,
1: I, I love it too. The memories aspect of it. It's so like, you know, Kara has been saying this the entire time they've been fighting, you know, I'm not yeah. doing anything. And yeah. all it took was one line from a memory yep. of the same thing. She's been saying, you know uh, what? And, and, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. I didn't that think before. about that.
0: Huh. It's almost Audi like 5000. you, yeah. You come to me and you're like, you know, I, I want to kill you, and I'm like, but, uh, you shouldn't do that. I'm good. No, I'm gonna kill you, but you shouldn't do that. I'm good. And just I say yeah. it different. You're like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> you leave, but yeah, she my leave. bad, dude. Yeah, really. And the campo's there, and you know, you get this continuation of this D.O. They want to, you know, take her down and she says, why am I such a threat? Why do you keep pointing guns at me? You know, I saved you from and Cameron Chase from being crushed by a car and it's funny she says that because it's the exact memory that we saw from a couple like two issues ago when she actually let Supergirl go for a second and just brings that up again and this is the thing that I keep saying about Steve Orlando. He keeps like that scene that we just got about, you know, they inspire me and the words together in this and all that it just keeps being forced it's so force-fed in this that i really just want to move past that we get well, it ta- we I'm understand you, we're,
1: we're issue 18 now of supergirl and not only is it you know she has saved uh agent Campo and you know uh, cameron chase she's like and the students here not just me, but i've saved them from speeding trucks no, falling glass. even a loneliness loneliness, loneliness.
0: loneliness. I'm like, what is that? What did she do? What does she have, a hotline? She's got the rant rave line. She said, oh, you want to talk here? Supergirl at night, Supergirl after dark here. Uh, Caller number three, what do you have? You know what? I'm really lonely. Well, let's talk about this then. It's so weird that she says – and loneliness she, we haven't seen her but like, I said, not
1: only is she a hero loneliness. in the super variety she's a hero among the
0: regular person she is but yeah with that she she points out and i said it's so weird that you have this idea that all these people in this school they are such klutzes that they <laughs> they have been almost getting hit by trucks now i'm, I'm telling fall, tell you, falling after glass. Seeing this
1: shit, i don't know how i ever survived high school that's true dead. I'm surprised she's like. Girl.
0: And you over there, remember that falling piano? And you over there, remember you almost jumped to a conclusion? And I stopped you from that. Remember, and you
1: and you, remember when you took that big bite and you didn't chew it all the way and started yeah, choking? Yeah, really. Oh <sighs> my
0: goodness. And you, I told you to stop eating egg yolks. That's bad for your cholesterol, buddy. Or uh, is it? Or is it the egg? The egg council has gotten you, Eric. But yeah, <laughs> as this is going on, you do have Ocampo kind of like, okay, she gets it. And we've seen before that Ocampo is yeah, a good person. And, and really, even before that, Eliza stressed to Kara, which they she points out later, Kara, that – a lot of the D.E.O. on the streets are not bad. Not everybody's against Karen. Supergirl, uh, you know, there's some good people. I think Acampo is one of those, though. I think Belinda Z better watch her piece, cues. It's what's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, as this goes on, Supergirl just goes away. She flies away, is, gets away. Is,
1: it seems like Supergirl does reach Acampo by, like you know, touches yeah. her heart with this whole speech. That's she's lonely, and when Acampo stops to think about it, she looks down and like. It's not about what I and when she looks up, Supergirl to skip like Yoko's a Batman on yep. yep. a dead she's bitch. Is this what <laughs> sets her you, off as she goes after Bulletin
0: that, because that's the thing. She was lonely there, and Supergirl didn't save her loneliness. That's the problem, Eric. But yeah, she's a person as,
1: who likes to talk at you, not with
0: you. That is true. But yeah, she goes off, and then of course it's the old switcheroo. Kara comes out. Is it safe now? <laughs> I'm telling you, you have to watch out when you're this sort of hero that disappears and comes like a Superman or her. You can't. Overstress it, you know. Don't go full out where you come in. What did I miss? I oh hope my. Supergirl wasn't here, but she comes out, and that's where Ben's like, "Oh, Kara, you okay?" She's like, "Hey, I'll be fine, in you." They start talking. The funny thing about it is, Ocampo's – uh, Basically, Belinda Z probably should get together with Ocampo. Seems to be the only one concerned with her, because there's Ben, who really, if anything, was there with Belinda because they kind of both weren't going to go, and yeah. they were, and they were talking. He has no concern. It's character. He Carrot doesn't is bring they,
1: her up once. So not only is it the fact that there's like you know a date situation. Yeah. All three of them are friends. Yeah, Kara yeah. doesn't bring up – where's Belinda? Ben no. doesn't bring it up? No. no.
0: And so it, it's all set up to get them to third go. But wheel. from here on out, yeah, really, squeaky broken third wheel. But as this goes on, this is where I start liking it. And like you said, all of a sudden I realize, you know what? I could go with more Kara. In this book than Supergirl because I really do like it. I like that they go off and they they have their talk like, oh, you know, your dress, you know, I thought you were a goner. Oh, I'm okay. I don't even know how her
1: her dress got torn the way it is at the end here because, you know, shit went down. She turned into Supergirl. Away. What happened to
0: that dress? Maybe she tore it just to – I don't know. I, I, know I wouldn't know where it was. But, uh, yeah, she's there and she's like, oh, Ben's like, I'll give oh, you a no, ride bro. home. I'll give you a ride home. And he's OK. And as they go, you have this whole thing where Ben's like, hey, you know, we could stop here for a few moments at the park, Oceanside Memorial Park. We could go here. Uh, but I know you have a lot to do and she takes us. Well, oh, you're trying to get rid a, of me.
1: This is such a weird line though because, you know, she's looking at us it, like – It is so beautiful, isn't it? You know, we could stop there for a few minutes if you want, if you don't have to rush home. Are you trying to get rid of me? Yeah. No, bitch. I just said
0: we could yeah, stop I here. Know. And hang I know. I know. I think that he was saying, like, it was one of those, like, me and you are driving, and you're like, oh, we should go, you know, me and you should stop here. And I'm like, well, I know you always, you know, I know you have a lot of things to do that you're kind of like pointing out that, you know, maybe we should just get fucking going, is how she takes it. But he says, no, no, no. Uh, you know, I just figured you have to study your homework, something. Uh, But she's like, yeah, you know, I do have a lot of things, Caco, all these distractions. Uh, ben has as well and that's what I like this is actually showing us them talking yeah they're, they're spelling it out but I like that they're talking about it naturally and Kara is talking to the one guy who of her age that can actually kind of Understand it because
1: they're living the exact same yep, life at this point. Actually, Kat, a Supergirl and the point that Ben's emancipated and lives on his own. Yeah,
0: that's even, yeah, that's kind of his kind of secret deal. Le- not secret, but that's his Supergirl time is when he's got to go home and himself. You, you think for himself. Supergirl
1: was pointing at Ben Rubel and loneliness.
0: Yeah, and loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, shucks. He's oh, sad. no, don't uh, point me out. The other thing I'll point out that he does say in this, and I think that. They were going kind of with this angle before that Ben Roble – I thought it was going to lead to Ben Roble being smitten with Supergirl and kind of like calling up Kara like, hey, Kara, I want to talk to you about this new love I have. Ooh, it's me. Ben. Who, Ben? Supergirl. Oh, drats. Oh, no. They're not going this way. Basically, Ben says, you know, we have to do all these attack stories. I'm not that against it, though I'm not really sure – that supergirl's presence is a benefit to the city and and Kara's just like oh my god she saved a lot of people tonight uh but yeah he says you know what Th- that's not the real inspiration the real inspiration is you and you said really? this is I, right there. that up is line. just a
1: pickup line we are talking about our lives right now and yeah. what you know the city needs and they're like you know supergirl creating disasters just for the fact that she's around but yeah. you know what she's not a real inspiration not like you are. Yeah. yeah. Get out of town. That Where did this come it. from?
0: But I like it. I like the way they're no, no. talking it, together. It, it is very I'm kind of oh, natural yeah, a for a teenager in my
1: mind. It is a yeah. line, though, in my mind.
0: I'm waiting for the Netflix and chill to come out, something like that. He's like, or the stick and stuck. Is that what they call it nowadays? The stick. Dude, and he doesn't stuck? even
1: need the fact that they're out all night and nobody even yeah. worries about parents no. and shit like that. Am my like, Well, he's you emancipated. Guys are That's the
0: greatest. Can you imagine? You're in high school and you're just like, I don't have to go home at all. Like, you know, he should be the coolest guy though. He doesn't come off like that. But yeah, they're talking about you know that she, he's inspired by how she gets things done and does, and basically he asks to dance. You know, you want to dance? Oh, I didn't think you wanted to dance. Uh, and this isn't a dance. No, they're gonna dance on the beach, and it's nice. It's nice enough. There's no music, guys. You're crazy. What are you doing? They they hear their own music, the rhythm of their hearts, Eric, and they're dancing together, (laughs) and then you have, Ben said, looks like you do have some time for some distractions, and they go and lay down and fall asleep. I like that they both have their glasses they take off. (laughs) They're like Eric Shea, Uh, but Kara wakes up in the morning, freaks out, like, oh my god, what's going on? And ends up, the weird thing is, she wakes up as Supergirl Girl. yeah and i wonder I, I, if as that's as gonna it's all tie the based in. on her
1: glasses why yeah. would you ever take your glasses i off know so i wonder like
0: i wonder if that's gonna play out that that is a little bit because it's odd that she does wake up like that with ben that maybe ben saw her at some point uh at this point she hears she has her hearing she hears all these problems going on uh and she realizes though that the deo uh, have taken yeah, care of Instead of, of so, going
1: right into flight and becoming Supergirl, you know, yeah. girl of action, and stuff like that, she just listens for a little That's while funny. longer and sees the that one the point, D.O. actually has the situation under
0: control. Full-out armed hostage situation. And they do say happens. the D.O. It's and the negotiators mash. are deployed, but still... Yeah, it's the Na- the Nash. The National has a lot of problems, it seems. But, yeah, she puts on her glass and, like, you know what? I should go, but maybe Eliza was right. It's time for Kara time. And they do see, and, and it's spelled out well. We've had this before, like a Batman after the button just staring out the window, looking at the bat signal while people are dying. Like, nobody's taking that up. If he doesn't go, I like how they spell this out as she hears That the situations are taken care of. And again, this could lead to a couple things. This could lead to Kara deciding, you know what, maybe I'm like Ben pointed out. I think that's a little hint of maybe, you know, the Nash doesn't need. Supergirl as much as maybe Karen will get more of that, though there's somebody who might need Supergirl pretty soon because we go off to the I- I'm actually upset
1: because I wanted to see what happens after this just because of how awkward it would be. You just have to spend a, like, a great romantic night with a girl yeah. you really like. The next morning is very good. It's going to be yeah. awkward, especially it for is. teenagers. So like, what does she do now? She's standing over Ben Rubel who's just asleep in the sand. Yeah, There's guys Sleep walking the their sand. dogs and shit, walking up behind them. Like, the do you wake him up immediately? Do you lay back down? Because now he's your ride. You yeah, can't yeah. just take oh, off. Yeah. You've already said, oh, I can't dope. let him she wake up light. by himself. Yeah, she doesn't so want him to wake up. immediately wake him up?
0: Yeah, I just want – she's like, okay, high tide's coming in. Uh, you know, that. <laughs> oh, I'm out of here. I hope he knows how to swim. But, yeah, she's going to be there with him. Uh, and it's nice. I like it. Uh, you go to the scabbard then and sca- uh, Shea Veritas, who both of us really like. Now she's yeah. talking to Cameron Chase again, and she's basically – she's not using Durlin encryption this oh, time it's a
1: new encryption, she's Jim.
0: using a new layer of encryption uh martian manhunter no, I, it's a I don't new know. Layer it
1: send. is already the Durlin, but then they put a yeah. cund layer on just top an, of that a
0: cund layer is on there now we don't know she just a says a new layer. layer we said that before it was nonsense the last issue with the Durlin Durlin freaking encryption. deal. derlin encryption i don't know how that works with phones <laughs> but it, it did uh not good enough though Because as she's talking, she is uncovering a lot of things. They're trying to figure out who Bones, Director Bones, is working with, but also what the D.O. is up to. Now, the D.O. has... The Supergirl spaceship. That no, it it's not a big only that. Thing.
1: It's Tyco, that yeah. other company yeah. that created that Phantom Zone projector before. Yep. they have Supergirl ship, which, yeah, which is like is you know, the way- it leads back to that, like how they got this yep. technology. And but that, ties that was into- going on
0: before Director Bowers. Yeah, it was, and that's tied into you know even Magog we see, but they also show that there's a Doom testing site. There's also a psycho redactor that is implanting false memories. You have the strange visitor. You have Magog. You have all this stuff going on. Uh, and, shame. yeah, and then uh, she's like, Oh, I, I, I see who's working with them. The surgeon of Armageddon. Eric, and as this happens, it looks like a boom tube breaks open, and you have Macari step out. And is we that Earth-to-Earth
1: Earth boom tubes, Jim? That
0: is. That's very dangerous, I heard, in Mr. <laughs> Miracle. You, you want to <laughs> leave those alone that could uh, end up ripping apart the space, fabric of space and time, Eric? Macari doesn't I care. He yeah, ain't got oh. time for that. He shows up, and he does say, which we did see in last issue, I believe, was that he says, you know, uh Bones said you're off limits, Bones ain't here right now and has a gun pointed right And back. I ain't got no Bones about it. I ain't got no – I got a bone to pick with you, honey Ooh. child. But yeah, you, you have child. it. Where, honey child, Where you have a – talks funny. You, you have – he does. He, he's one of those southern new gods. But when you go with this, you have the idea that – not the idea, but I yeah, like that we have – deep south. I'm telling you, deep south. You have a uh, – you have a cliffhanger that actually isn't just another villain showing up, yelling at Supergirl to come out of hiding. So this is you, something is different. This
1: is the fourth issue we've had now where finally something has changed. Yeah. and I'm, I'm finally yeah. happy with it. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. You know, it's like almost bringing a new Coke where you have to force it. When they bring old Coke back, it's amazing because now we are back to a normal pace of a story where something yeah. different happens. Oh, thank God. These masterful writers, Jody Houser. Yes, and oh I my Orlando, goodness. They really nailed this magic. one. Magic.
0: But I did like it. I did Nothing like it. Not. And, and to me, and this is without knowing anything, uh, I don't know how Steve Orlando and Jody Houser are working together. I, I, I have looked to see kind of some things that they're tweeting, whatever. They're not really showing their hand there. Uh, but with that, I don't know if they're writing, okay, listen, I'll do the Supergirl parts. Maybe, you know, you have Steve Orlando. I'll do the Supergirl parts. You do the Kara parts. Is it that he gives her the script and she's touching it up? I don't know. But it really does seem to change once you get Kara. It, it is a and different type of dialogue to me. Parts. There isn't that crazy, you know, throw out terminology for no reason. It, it's very, it, it's a natural progression of it. So I, that's what I kind of think is going on. And because of that, that actually saves the issue for me. But even the Supergirl parts, they're goofy. The evolutionist goofy hell. Thing is not, goofy. The evolutionist,
1: the whole idea. You know, I got gravity powers. Let me spell this all out before yeah. I just take off. Once you figure out how to use my powers against me, right yeah. out of yeah. nowhere.
0: And, and it's just it. But I wasn't furious. It made me giggle actually. And the whole thing of the the dance and things, and then the bend. So I liked it. I thought the art was great. I oh, really, really like the decision. art. This is probably my favorite art this book has seen. Uh, so I really like that. I gave it a seven out of ten. It's by far, I think, that the highest I've ever gone on this book uh so that was a win for me uh what would you give it
1: what do you think i'm going to give it jim
0: i think that you're going to give it a how six. is the deduction six out of I'm the 10. Going to give it a six is- i'm
1: sorry jim the answer is 6.5 out of 10 oh
0: god i didn't think you were going to be so positive so, uh, yeah, i had a good
1: time i'm telling you the, the yeah. art was great in this issue it's only the supergirl parts i found them were silly but they weren't yeah. over the top like normal steve orlando silly and the Kara stuff really like you know we're developing that character more than we're yeah. just dealing with Supergirl, which I, I, I actually appreciated because it made sense. It did not come off as ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and I think I was a little more positive. Than my, usually I, I should just go actually. I should really for books like this. I should just go five points below or sure. point five, point I may, 0.5. I below. have a point. It really usually is uh, the the uh, point 0.5 more than you. I just think that it was the surprise that what I thought was going to ruin the book of more Kara instead of Supergirl uh, actually made it better. And I was surprised. I'm really like that. And I hope that continues. But
1: okay. You had four books this week. Which one was this? Was this number three you were doing?
0: When I was, when, as I uh, reviewed them, yes, this was the yeah. third one. So and I'm, you I'm telling you, really I was already, so yeah, you, I was already this beaten one, down. It was a breath of fresh air. I was beaten down. So yeah, this was one. And I did this right after JLA. Well, it's completely kicked my butt. So yeah. and, and again, another Steve Orlando book. Then I read this. I'm like, all right, you know what? I can get behind this. And it probably was that point five as well. Maybe took an Adderall before then also, Eric. That gets me <laughs> very, very happy. Uh, but yes, that is the end of the spotlight. I'm gonna tell you right now what is gonna be on the main podcast, which again right. comes out on Sunday night. We got action comics number nine ninety-seven. Batgirl and the Birds of Prey number 19, which I think if you are a fan of that book, uh, we're gonna have a very, very similar tone to the the book we just did when we do talk about so. background and Birds of Prey. We have what uh, I, Dark Knight's Rising, The Wild Hunt, number one, will not be on the regular podcast. That's on the Patreon spotlight. We have Dead Man, number four, Eric Shea's favorite book. Detective Comics, number 974. We have Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, number 38. Justice League of America, number 24, which I just mentioned, which is the end of the Might Beyond the Mirror, Eric.
1: So, oh, we hardly
0: knew you. That's something to – Look forward to. New Superman and the Justice League of China, number 20, that reboot – that doesn't reboot the numbering but changes the title. You got Ragman. Do you think that that was a smart thing or should they have started at number one? Because I, I don't they know because I don't, I
1: don't think they really expect to get new readers on there because if they bailed on New Superman, they're going to bail on the New Superman and the ju- guess, Justice League of but China as well get in my that, mind.
0: Get that jump where people grab the number ones no matter what and maybe grab a couple extra sales. I don't know. But Ragman number four, five, Red Hood and the Outlaws number 19. Uh, we have Sideways number one is on the Patreon-only spotlight like I said before along with the uh, Wild Hunt. Trying to find my way now. Suicide Squad number thirty-five, Supergirl number eighteen, which you just heard will not be on there. That's in the spotlight here. The Flash number forty and Titans number twenty. Also along the way, the Wildstorm Michael Cray number five. Jeremy will have a review for that. And Shade the Changing Girl, Wonder Woman, Milk Wars number one will be on with Chris and Reggie. I think all that's right. all the books. There's a lot of books. There's always a lot of books here. Uh, I did say Wonder Woman number forty, right? I did I don't say think that. you did. Okay, it's because I had to scroll down and also Wonder Woman number 40. Now I've confused everyone. But yes, thanks for listening to the spotlight. Uh, Hopefully if you have just tuned in, uh, you like The Cut of Our Jib, and you'll come oh, and check out our longer podcast. Like I said, give it a try. You don't have to listen to every bit of it. I know there's a lot of nonsense, nonsense isn't for everyone, but we try to get through the books, explain them, talk about them, and have a little fun along the way. And maybe, Eric, learn a lesson or two, just like Fat Albert. We might but,
1: teach you, but in the end, we yeah. after all, you are teaching us. Yes,
0: you will be teaching us. But, Eric, what do we say at the end of the Spotlight?
1: turn that spotlight off oh, there we
0: go. Whoa,